Being in business is stressful when you're wearing all the hats and trying to figure out everything on your own. Does having someone to guide you and having access to your own team of designers, content creators and web support sound too good to be true? What if I told you it's available to you right now? Join me at samanthariley.global forward slash collective to join the Experts Collective and get the strategy and support you need to take your business to six figures this year. That's samanthariley.global forward slash collective. I'll see you there. I think that what I love about this model is it's no longer just a webinar where for an hour, all you do is listen to someone telling you how good they are and you actually don't get any information. What we're referring to here are mini workshops where you get real actionable advice, some tactics or training that you're able to implement immediately to get a quick win. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome to today's episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined as always by my partner in crime, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I am alive and well and kicking, kicked off the new financial year here in Australia with a bang, with a plum. Excellent. Good to hear. Came up in my dictionary today it says, use this word in a sentence today. Ah, very nice. Plum. Anyway, we're going to talk today about lead magnets. We're going to talk about lead magnets and specifically the three lead magnets that we've seen working well right now because not all lead magnets are created equal. That's right. Now, I, this was off the back of a post I put up on my Facebook stories today. I'm getting into stories. How about that? Facebook and Insta stories. I have noticed you popping up there. I oh, know, right? Look at that. I'm getting, I'm, I'm all grown up now. <laughs> But one of the things that we asked was, you know, which of these of six things that you can have in your, in your marketing arsenal, which one could you do without, right? And one of them was um, landing pages, website, social media, uh, email campaigns, CRM, and I can't remember the last one now, something else. Something so else. you had C- hang on, I'm just going to go over a minute. CRM, email campaign, social media, lead magnet, website, or landing pages. Yeah, okay. We both decided that we have to keep our lead magnet Mm-hmm. Right? But we've got lots, right? And, and a lot of people have more than one lead magnet. We all know of ebooks, landing, e- oh, sorry, lead magnets are those things that you, <laughs> it's that ethical bribe that you give to your prospect in exchange for their contact details and space mm-hmm. in your inbox and, uh, you know, phone list and all that sort of other stuff, right? So it's that ethical bribe. But uh, different lead magnets wane. Some become really popular in a different formats. Some uh, sort of drop off. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd uh, be worth a bit of a discussion today about which ones that we are seeing working right now. Absolutely. How many lead magnets do you have, Sam? Oh my goodness! Do you know I've actually <laughs> I've got a lot, and it's probably around the fifteen mark. I would say. Yeah, I think it's about the same as me. I was counting the other day. There's nineteen of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't promote all of them at all times. 
in different promotions or in different podcast episodes, I will promote different lead magnets. Some of them I don't promote often, depending on the program that I am promoting at the time. But yeah, there's quite a few there. Listen, I have a, a few lead magnets where the only reference off the back of a particular podcast, mm-hmm. where the podcast episode might have been about something in particular, and we created a resource just for that podcast episode. And of course, 100%. You know, because podcasts kind of exist in perpetuity while we pay our podcast host hosting subscription, that's always there as an opportunity to kind of create more, you know, create more leads into the business. Absolutely. This episode is made possible by Your Podcast Concierge. Editing your podcast can be time-consuming. Your Podcast Concierge offers comprehensive and affordable podcast production and social media marketing services to help you grow your podcast and business faster. Go to yourpodcastconcierge.com and book a call via the Let's Talk button on the homepage and receive 50% off your first month when you mention Thought Leaders Business Lab. But we're going to talk about which ones we're seeing because I think uh, certainly the ebooks. I've, I've noticed a, a drop off in effectiveness of ebooks. Mm. I've actually never really promoted an ebook because I've always been told that they don't do well, but they definitely have dropped off. And it's all to do with the perceived value. The perceived value of an ebook is low. Yeah, I think also with an ebook. Um, and we talked last episode about the number of people who request an ebook and then actually go and read it. Read it. Right. And there's a gap between the the emotive connection of the awesome title that you've come up with to grab someone's attention, and then the delivery of that ebook later on to actually you know consume that information and, and get some value from it. Mm. And so I think a lot of the stuff that that certainly I'm seeing, and I know you are as well, Sam, in terms of lead magnets now that are working, it has a more immediate relationship between the the opt-in and the value that that thing gets. I also think that what I'm seeing is that the lead magnets that people are valuing, the information is a lot, lot deeper. So the old days of a, oh, that'll do, a one-page PDF with a that'll do attitude, which is something that you and I don't do, but, you know, we've certainly seen them around. Mm. They're they're not valued. People don't bother putting their email address in for something like that anymore. We need to really show our expertise and show that we're the authority or the thought leader in our industry, that people are valuing who they're letting into their inbox a lot, lot more. Yeah, I was looking through my lead magnets the other day because you know, metrics are one of those things we, we look at. We don't want to make that marketing mistake as we talked about the last couple of weeks. And the one lead magnet of mine that has been downloaded the most, uh, an ebook, I should say, mm-hmm. um, is one called The Sales Machine. Mm-hmm. And it is 57 pages long. Mm-hmm. Right, so massive amount of value in 57 pages. It's not just 57 pages of 56 pages of pictures and mm-hmm, <laughs> one mm-hmm. page of worksheet. Yes. Right, but it is it is quite substantial, and the ones that that aren't as deep, you know, don't have that same level of number of, of downloads. But there's three that that we agreed sort of off air here that we're going to share with you that we think are working quite effectively. 
And the first of those is a diagnostic tool. And typically mm. when we talk about diagnostic tools, we're talking a quiz or a scorecard or something of that nature. What we're not talking about is a quiz on what Disney princess are you? Yes, they are doing well, but I know, I know. You're definitely Ariel from, from Little Mermaid. You don't need to do the quiz, Tim. That's who you are. <laughs> we're not talking about something for fun. What we're actually talking about here is creating a quiz that's going to give us a good prospect or a a good lead, not just any lead. So this is some sort of tool that will help us to educate our ideal prospect on the gap that they may be experiencing. Yeah, I think the key there is the gap. Mm -hmm. We don't want to answer the whole problem. We want to sort of, you know, answer some curiosity, point people in the right direction, but then create a gap that we can then potentially fill with either further relationship building or content or some other asset that we might want to help with. Mm. A good example, um, if you guys want to check it out, you can jump over to uh, winmoreclients.com.au forward slash marketing dash quiz. And that's a marketing diagnostic that, that we've developed to help people kind of identify where the strengths and weaknesses or strengths and opportunities uh, mm, I love that. in their marketing, right, and where they should be allocating resources. But in the process of doing so, what we're doing is identifying where we can further help and saying, okay, if you've got a weakness in lead generation, you know, here are further resources that can help you with lead generation. If you've got a, you know, weakness around closing sales, here are some further assets around closing sales. Mm-hmm. And that kind of diagnostic tool can be very, very powerful, not just because it answers people's curiosity, but it also provides real value in helping people kind of step that, you know, take that next step. Yeah. This is, I now understand that I've got a gap here. I didn't understand it before. Now I know that I need to fill it. And who am I going to go to? Tim, can you help me fill this gap? Yeah. Sam, do you have a, a quiz or a diagnostic tool in your business or not? So the one that I've got is 20 questions to ask a prospective business coach. So that's a little bit different to a quiz, but it is a scorecard to help people understand that when they're looking for a coach, these are the kinds of questions that you need to ask. And the reason that I do that, again, is to help people to understand some gaps that they might be seeing when they interview another business coach that they don't realise are a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great tool. Or even what type of business coach you might want might be better. Absolutely. Right, number two is not an ebook; it is your book. Absolutely. An actual, real, physical book. Yeah, these are incredibly valuable. And, and we're seeing some great effect, particularly as as part of paid or self-liquidating funnels here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's like, we'll send you, here's a copy of our book for free, but you pay for the cost of shipping to get it in. Mm -hmm. So your customer is almost paying to get the physical copy of the book rather than just an electronic version, or sometimes you can get electronic versions as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that sort of puts people into a a funnel where they're sort of getting more more info. But there's something kind of nice and, and really tangible, creates this tangibility in our business in an area that we wouldn't otherwise have that tangibility, doesn't it? Absolutely. Well, I mean, just for look behind me. I've got a bookshelf that's filled with books. I go to it regularly every day to reference books or to look something up. I know that the people that have written the books that are behind me are experts. I know that I can go there to get some really good value that I wouldn't necessarily find 
in an ebook, I don't necessarily, well, I don't actually value ebooks. Then I, I never know if they're just something that's been put together overnight, where I know that to go through the writing, the editing, the publishing process, there's been a lot of thought go into it. So I know that most times I'm going to get a really great product. But it's even more than that. So, A, you're able to fit more into a book. So, you're able to really share your methodology. So, you're able to get more of a picture in a book. But a book has got, and I think it was Andrew Griffiths I first heard this from, a book has got thud value. You know, when you drop a book, it makes a sound. It's got some weight to it. It's got, you know, it's there's something magical about holding a book in your hands and, well, for someone like me, I'm just a book lover. I'm a book nerd and I really, really value being able to grab a book and flick through it and read it. Yeah, if you don't have the privilege of being on a call with Sam, I'm going to paint a picture for you. This bookshelf that she's referring to <laughs> is colour-coded. <laughs> All the white books are on <laughs> different shelves from the black books or from the blue spined books to the behind your left shoulder there, Sam, the red. And yeah, yellow. and I've got green and I've got purple, and that's only probably what you can see there is only about a fifth of my books. Very small. Anything that doesn't fit that particular colour scheme are hidden away on another bookshelf. Yeah, the messy books are over here. <laughs> well, they are. They do have that thud value. They've got a real that real tangibility, and, and there is, just like being on TV, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, when you are a published author, even a self-published author with a, you know, paperback or hardback book, there is a an air of, of credibility that goes along with having. Well, it's it's actually in the name. Author is in the word authority. It's actually I've got a, a nine-step process. The thought leaders. Uh, positioning model that I've got, which are the nine steps to position yourself as a thought leader. And being an author is is a whole step on its own because of the weight that is behind being an author or an authority in your field. Yeah. Of course, your book isn't too far away, as is mine. No, as as is yours. It's getting exciting. It's going to be whose is first to market, Tim? <laughs> the race is on. Uh, well, you've got a head start on me, I think. <laughs> Oh, no, I think you had a head start on me. Did you start your book? Oh, anyway, they're both coming. Our books are yes. coming. All right, so you can you can go to any good bookstore shortly and buy a two-for-one bundle. Yeah, <laughs> of the Sam and Tim show. Sam and Tim show's books. Oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. Jesus, we come up with genius on this show. Absolutely. So that was number two. Yeah, book it has that third value and it has the real opportunity to kind of share some of your models and expertise. Mm. Um, that's a really a really good one and also tell a lot of stories as well absolutely yeah really share your personality and who you are yeah number three yeah i'm loving this one and that's mini workshops so these are online workshops but they're taking the webinar model or the the online masterclass to the next level we're starting to provide more information more value more tangible results, I guess, or quick results to our prospects. Um, sometimes these are framed in the context of challenges, you mm-hmm. know, across that particular thing. Yes. Why it's a challenge. It's, like, it's more like a mini workshop. I was actually talking about this in a Facebook Live I did recently with Siddiqui Ray. She was talking about her upcoming challenge, or actually 
we're recording this before her challenge, but now her challenge is done, um, her hidden to confidently visible challenge. And I said, well, it's not really a challenge. We have challenges in business every day. It's really an opportunity. So yeah. she said she's going to go change her, her <laughs> marketing to the hidden whatever her challenge is anyway to the word yeah. opportunity yeah it is it's this, it's this mini workshop it's 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 giving people a teaser usually at a much discounted rate to what it is that you do that they can actually see and dem- you know you can demonstrate your expertise and people can see real tangible results from what mm-hmm. it is that you teach absolutely challenge it does a one-off right it might be an hour half an hour an hour an hour long you know workshop that you you hold or it might be, you know, stretched over some, you know. Three to five days. Three to five yeah. days of either recorded material plus live kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, two different ways of doing that, but they, they, they're very effective in actually getting people to go, oh, yeah, well, I'll do that. Let's, let's give that a go. I think that what I love about this model is it's no longer just a webinar where, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that's been on one of these webinars, where for an hour all you do is listen to someone telling you how good they are and you actually don't get any information. What we're referring to here are mini workshops where you get real actionable advice, some tactics or training that you're able to implement immediately to get a quick win. Sometimes during the course of the challenge itself. Absolutely. Let's do it right now. Let's go. And that implementation has got huge value for people that are all leading busy lives. It doesn't matter what your niche or your niche is, everyone is busy. So being able to, you know, give people quick wins as you're doing the training is a, is a no-brainer. Oh, I've just thought of something I'm going to do. It's going to be the challenge challenge. The challenge challenge. Yes, over the next five days, we're going to teach you how to launch, design, build and launch a challenge. Uh-huh. I've done a couple and they're really good. There's, there's a few good ones out there. There are indeed. So let's recap those quick ones. All right, so lead magnets that are working right now, diagnostic tools, building quizzes or scorecards. There's some fantastic software out there that can do all sorts of really interesting and fun stuff uh, to, to build that and kick the information across to your CRM for when you need it for later. Books, if you've done one, fantastic. Don't just leave it in a box under the desk. Make sure that you get it in people's hands because it does have that thud factor and builds your authority. And, of course, the last one is mini workshops or challenges and actually demonstrating hands-on your expertise in a very small way. They're all fantastic ways of building lead magnets at the moment and converting your prospects into opportunities. Absolutely. So if you're still with us and you're still listening, I would guess, and we would love to guess, that you got some value from today's episode. So if you're listening on the website, just scroll to the top, you'll see the social sharing buttons there. Or if you're listening on your phone, scroll to the top of your podcast app and subscribe or follow the show, depending on which app you're listening on, and hit the share button and share it with someone that you know would get value from this episode. Thanks so much for joining me, Tim. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next Monday on another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Ciao, ciao. Today's episode may be over, but let's continue the conversation. Head on over to the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook and connect with other entrepreneurs who are building and scaling their business too. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.